Hi guys, welcome to Christ Curls and Conversations, and we are on a episode of uh, testimonies talking about pornography, uh, how it started in people's lives, and we've got Caleb Davis on the line, <laughs> and <Everybody. laughs> also have uh, I met him from Instagram, and I was just like, I just thought it was really cool that he was talking to me about this stuff too and how he's sort of gone through similar situations, but he's been set free of it. Um, and I just thought that was really awesome and I wanted him to come on and talk about that. So Caleb, I would love for you to kind of just um, run people through of how it came in your life and what were the causes of that? Gotcha. Yeah, so with me, um, <laughs> it started off, i never forget that day. Like, I still remember as clear as day uh, when it happened. It was when I was a little kid. I was about, I think I was either in the fourth or fifth grade when it happened, uh, when it started. Uh, let me see. My brother had phone called me from, uh, from school. Literally, this man is in middle school, and he called me. Um, that's when VHS, I don't know the generation about VHS anymore, but at that time... <laughs> So he called me. I just got home from school and I was getting ready to do my homework. And he had called me. He was like, bro, he's like, yo, he was like, hey, there's a VHS in the VHS. You need to hurry and take that out and hide it. I'm like, I was like, you know, me being a kid, I was really like, okay, like, what's so bad about this VHS? I just got to hide it from mom and dad. So, um, and of course, my curiosity, at, at first, I did hide it and I hid it in the most obvious spot. I hid it under the couch. Like, <laughs> Cause I, I didn't know what to do. I've never been right. in that type of situation, so I didn't know. So, um, and then I, I, out of curiosity, I just like started pondering on. It. I was like, man, what is this that he's like hiding? And so I popped that bad boy in, and um, you know, I was like, whoa, what is this? I, cause I didn't know what it was. So I grabbed, I went across the street, um, to grab some of my friends. I was like, yo, I said, what is this on the screen? And I was like, yo, bro, it's, it's a porno. It's a porno. You know, they were excited. You know, and, because they, and they knew already as well. They're, they knew already, and I, that's my first time ever being exposed to that ever, um, and so, and that's where that seed was planted. Um, I really didn't have to worry about that. Uh, it really kind of like died out, uh, died out in my life with the fact that, that seed was planted, um, and then it really started taking root in my life when I was about 14, 15 years old, so when I got my PlayStation, my first PlayStation 3, so I had access to the internet, mm -hmm. um, and so, and then like, you know, going to school, uh, the school that I went to had, you know, friends that were, you know, used to ask me about like, you know, do you watch porn? I was like, not really, but like, what is it? And I was like, you don't know porn. I was like, not really. I've never like really like experienced what that is. So I was like, well, you gonna let me borrow one so I can see what it is. And then boom, that's when it all started. Yeah. And so that's when the, um, you know, then I had access to the internet uh, when it came down to my PS3. So I didn't have to really, um, as I got older, I didn't have to like, you know, worry about the DVDs or, you know, and things like that. Cause my brother used to have, a lot of them and I used to always go through his stuff and I'll be able to find them um and so and that's when that happened and um and I at that time I really didn't think that in my knowledge in my mind I didn't know that that was bad because I've never been taught about it never never heard about it didn't know about you know uh biblically didn't know as far as when it came down to the you know uh, how damaging that was for my future my purity as a young man um so I didn't know you know I think that it's trendy and it's cool like, like everybody else is doing it exactly. you know you know and that and that's the way of my that's how I was educated um about sex was through pornography mm -hmm. and then um so then after that about 16 17 years old middle school 
you know, well, really dabbed into masturbation and porn. Um, then we moved to the Bahamas. Um, so I really didn't, I didn't really didn't have, uh, well, I did, because I used to um, download uh, the videos onto my PlayStation 3. So I still had access to them. So we moved out the country, still had access to it. Um, and then even when I went out the country, didn't have no internet. But the fact that I had it saved to my, um, my uh, PlayStation 3, I still was able to look at them. Yeah. And so, but, and like, as I got older, I was like, man, this is, like, this feels wrong, man. Like, I, that's, I wasn't even saved yet. I wasn't even really saved yet at that time in my life. Um, I just kind of, um, it's just like, something was just moving upon me, like, just like, it was wrong. Because um, I got saved when I was about 15, 16 years old, when I got saved. And that's when the Lord really started to move upon me. Um, and I got filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, a lot of happened in my life when about 2008 to 2011, um, we moved to Cat Island, Bahamas. Um, we went down there for a family business, but everything kind of went sideways. But I'm glad everything happened the way it did because um, a lot of things that were like, a lot of characteristics that I had, I didn't understand where they were coming from. Because like, mm -hmm. um, a little bit more about me as well, like as I was growing up, um, a, little, a little bit difference between me and my brother, like me and my brother are six years apart. So with that being said, I really struggled with my identity and that's where Satan got me at was, was, was with my image. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, I did used to look at my brother as my role model. You know, he was always had all the friends. You know, he was involved with all the sports. Um, he does have, a, uh, you know, he was doing all the, you know, sports. He played every sport. He played baseball, basketball, football. I mean, he was a DJ. I mean, like, oh, my Dennis dude, he was, you know, he went to college, right. you know. Um, and then here I am. Here's little Caleb, you know, I'm always being talked about or I'm always doing something stupid that, you know, that kind of like turned people's like, you know, uh, view sideways about me. So I never could like really fit in. Um, and then I, um, as I got older, pornography became my way of escape. Like that was my escape in the reality of life, you know, and that was my place of like peace, you know, at that time. And so uh, with that being said, so that was like my childhood. That's, you know, of course, that played a part of my brokenness as I was in childhood. And so in that seed, as it as pouring into my life, that began to become my way of escape before I knew Christ, you know, right. and I didn't understand a lot of the stuff. I didn't understand what was going on um, until, you know, after I got saved um, and the Lord really began to reveal to me some about things about, you know, when it comes down to pornography and really walking the spiritual life. Um, Cause when I lived in the Bahamas, it changed, it changed everything in my life. Like the, God really showed me the, 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 the spirit realm, like, you know, pastors coming from out the country, you know, casting out demons. And I was like, this stuff is real. Like that's, that was God's way of, of revealing to me. Like I'm God, like, this is, this is what it is. Yeah. Um, I was, you know, um, you know, uh, when I was down there, it was just, it was a lot of things going on for us. Like my family, my mom and dad got divorced. Uh, so that played like a, you know, that was like, there was so much that went just opposite, but thank God that when he saved me at that time, God knew what he was doing when he saved me because it's like my whole past, you know, uh, I mean, God just like changed my attitude, my mindset. Um, and then uh, as I got, as I came back to the country, um, I didn't have another thing. I think that really plays into the role of uh, like a lot of young men um, that we, that we always fall short or, vulnerable to pornography because we don't have role models or the influence or the godly influence to actually mentor us and to guide us right. and that's something that I really like because uh you know after my parents got divorced my dad had um came back to to the state side so that that really broke me like 
my dad was like more so trying to repair his marriage than versus, you know, reaching out to his sons. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, like, you know, you raised us and how is it that you're, you know, I understand that you're in going through this divorce, but here I am like out of my comfort zone, don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm heartbroken because my dad's not communicating to me, you know, so it's all this that was, you know, rolling to my mind. And so, so that, that mind of that darkness was really consuming me because, you know, I was already at a place, you know, because of my, my childhood and people like really, I was uh, always frustrated on being mistreated or, um, you know, with my teachers, I always uh, I used to get upset even like when I used to see other people mistreated. And so as I got to my teenage years of like being 16, you know, I was like, I'm at a point like, I don't care. Like, I don't care about like, I want to be able to like, I was so mad and angry to the point, like I wanted to be an assassin. Like that's not bad, but that's, that's where it, that's where it brought me to. It brought me to like not caring. Like I'm like, why always the good people always get done, done bad. You know, I'm like, I've never done anything to anybody to like to deserve this, but didn't understand. But that, I didn't understand that that was a process of God saving my life. Wow. Um, you know, and him preparing me for what he has called me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so like so in um it started picking back up when I um I was kind of free from it but down there uh being in the Bahamas I still had still had access to it uh didn't know I had like this <laughs> it sounds bad but I was 16 16 and there's this grown man that's like I forgot how old he was but um he found out that he had a collection and he was like man he said, I'm not supposed to be doing this but you know but here it is like so I was like that so was like my goal I'm like huh he gave those to you so yeah so yeah he had a so he had a dvd collection i had to buy them so i it was like five bucks or five or ten bucks and i was like oh my bro i'm like where are you getting these from and so and i uh got you know and then some um uh uh some of my schoolmates as well had access to it because they had the internet and they'll put them on at that time they put them on their usb ports and then we would transfer usb ports and i'll put them on my ps3 mm-hmm. so my the fact that i still had access to technology i still had access to it and i used to get uh you know, um, you know, I didn't think it was wrong because I was like, you know, well, I'm not having sex, so mm-hmm. I'm still a virgin. I'm still pure. You know, I'm just satisfied <laughs> this desire that, you know, that avoids me from having sex, but didn't know that that was going to be my falling point when, when it came down to me hitting my 20s. Wow. Um, because uh, when I, you know, another factor, another, I went through another segment when I did come back to the country um, with my mom um it was just me and my mother at the time and then that played another uh segment of my life far as like now now I feel lonely you know what I mean so now that now that uh very thing of loneliness I started dealing with I'm like you know still trying to figure out what you know I got saved now I'm like feel like I'm battling my inner the, you know these different all these demonic spirits loneliness and you know and feeling guilt and I'm like you know I, I didn't like I said I didn't really didn't know what was going on with my life at that time um, until um, I started going to this church called New Birth. Um, and I, my heart just like, I knew God was doing something in my life, but I didn't, I didn't know. And then I remember uh, giving my testimony. Uh, we had a testimony service and I just like, I just, I got boo I'm like, why am I feeling this way? You know, and that was just like, that was the move of the, of the Holy Spirit. So even in my midst of me being saved, I was still, you know, been balanced because I was balanced. I've been balanced with this since like 10 years, yeah. you know, back and forth. Didn't understand, like, where is this coming from? Where is the, you know, um, you know, seeking God? Like, where is the root of this coming from? You know, and then, you know, he kind of revealed more to me. I talked to my mom, 
you know, found out that my dad used to struggle with it. So I'm like, oh, so this is a generational curse. You know, not just me struggled with it, but my brother struggled with it, you know. So I'm just like, okay, so this is, like, serious here. Like, I'm sick and tired of, like, me being so vulnerable to this. And I feel like that was, like, the only area um, that I really was always having trouble with uh, when it came down to my purity. Um, and so, um, where am I at? It's so much that's like, <laughs> I, I really love that you brought up the whole generational thing. And that's why I feel like it's good to get it out of your life before even getting into marriage, because like it will ripple out into your children. And I yes. feel like in a sense, that's what happened with me as well. So I just really love that you, you brought that up. Yeah. And it's serious. Like, and that's, um, a lot of the things I did have to, my mom, you know, being in the church, she did, she, you know, she taught me how to study my word, but with me, um, you know, and when, when I realized that God called me, he, he put me in the place of being alone with him. Um, and I used to just sit there, sit down in my bed when I used to stay with my father. Um, and just like, I just literally just pick up the Bible. Um, I have my study Bible that I've been having for years. And I would just like lay down in the bed and just write word for word. Um, and just, you know, and um, with that being said, you know, when it comes down to us understanding when it comes down to our, like, how things operate in the spirit, God begins, but God begins to give me more insight about that, mm -hmm. you know, because I didn't, I didn't have the knowledge, like, like a lot of the stuff, you know, I didn't have the knowledge about spiritual warfare or, you know, demonic activity, you know, praying and fasting and, you know, really, you know, and how, you know, not knowing that once we come to Christ, that we're now a, a hit target from Satan. Mm -hmm. And a lot of, and I believe like a lot of new believers um, kind of fall or turn away from because, you know, their ears are tickled. When we enter into this, this, this life of Christ, we're into a battleground now for our soul mm -hmm. and Satan wants our soul. Wow. And so, and then, you know, like I said, I didn't know these things when it comes down to like, you know, being home at night and, you know, it didn't make it better that now that the culture and the environment that we live in, when it comes down to our uh, environment now here in America, that we are, I mean, we have a very strong sexualized culture. Everywhere we go is, it's, you know, you're seeing something on Instagram or TV. And so, and that always, you know, and then that feeds into our desires. So for me, that didn't make it any better for us, not for me, not having any guidance um, when it comes down to my, my struggle with pornography. Wow. Um, so like when I got to, when I got an age about like 20, 21, I did, I had an uh, internal relationship, you know, we was pure. We, uh, I was pure uh, uh, during the relationship, like I broke up with her, then we got back together. And then I fell, I fell into the trap of, of the enemy because of my own desire, because mm -hmm. I wanted to be married so bad and oh, I want to be in a relationship. And so the danger, what I'm telling for us with my testimony is, that people have to realize the danger of our own desires mm -hmm. if it's not God's. Like, you can fall so short or you can fall in, into a trap of Satan. And thank God that, you know, I was able to have the relationship I had with God because if I didn't, I probably would have never came back from that. But the fact that I understand, you know, I did love God and I knew God loved me, you know, I didn't allow that to really, like, affect my relationship. Even though I, I lived after that life of pornography, now I'm living a life of fornication. Because everything that I'm seeing now in pornography, now, now it's like, oh, I'm older now. Now is I'm sick and tired of pleasing myself. How about now I take this to another level and I actually do what I'm do what I see on on pornography. Mm -hmm. So that was and that's how my mind worked. I'm like, man, I'm sick and tired of doing it. I'm like that's not fair. They get to enjoy this, and here I am don't even have a spouse to be able to do that with. 
So, you know, I lost my virginity uh, when I was like 20. Um, you know, and like I said, one of the biggest factors of me losing my, you know, because I didn't have a, I didn't have guidance. I didn't have that mentorship. I didn't have that godly, you know, you know, that, or that just that one phone call could have, can save us as young people uh, when it comes down at night, like, hey, I'm just calling to check up on you. You know, do you need prayers? Something that, you know, it's on your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I was longing for that, but never got it. So I've always, you know, fall short. And I used to get so mad. I used to get so, I was angry with myself. And so I used to carry a lot of self-guilt um, because of that, you know, and I, uh, li- I, I lived a lie uh, when I was with my ex because I was like, I was still holding on the fact of my purity because I was so angry that I lost my virginity and tried to use, I was like, well, I'm so pure. Like I wasn't like in a relationship with her. I'm so pure, I'm so pure. So I really deceived myself about purity. Um, but, you know, because I really wanted to keep myself as a man because I did understand the, you know, the sacredness of the virginity, you yeah. know, and that was my word to myself of keeping myself sacred or uh, pure until I got married. But yeah. I, I failed and I was, and it made me miserable. Like it just made wow. me so sad and um, depressed within myself. And I'll never forget that, um, you know. I was, um, I was listening to something the other day that literally said, so, so we say, we say the term, I lost, I lost my virginity or I've already lost it or things like that. And that's Satan. Like Satan wants us to lose our virginity, like lose that sacred part of us. But with God, God wants to give you a gift of sacred sexuality in a covenant. And I just thought it was so, it's just so crazy how like Satan wants you to lose something. He wants to take away from you. And God wants to give you something, replenish you with the gift of him. And so, man, like just, just hearing that, it's, it's like he took something from you that could have been inside of a covenant, you know? Exactly. Wow. You know, and that's what made me so mad. I'm like, <laughs> and, uh, and, I, uh, and that's why I used to like carry, and I said, and after that being said, I put myself in a bubble because I'm like, why is it, you know, especially the churches that I went to, I'm like, how is it okay? You see that God has called, like, why? Like, it, I used to, God really has given me a strong spirit of discernment. So I knew when people were operating by jealousy or really didn't, like, take heat or, like, take or connect with me. So I used to, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, God, I don't understand why, you know, if a person, like, you know, because I was prophesied to a lot when I was, um, when I came back, I'm like, I didn't even understand prophecy. I didn't even know what that was until the prophets came and they're calling me out. I'm like, okay what is going on? Cause I don't understand anything. Right. You know, of course I was, you know, in the spirit, of course, and I did listen, but all that they were saying, I'm like, wait, like, I don't understand what's going on. Like, I don't understand like what's happening in my life right now. Christ, like you're going to have to help me. I mean, there's still things I still question about the prophecies. I'm like, okay, God, you said this is, I ain't, I ain't seen it yet. Right. <laughs> um, but that being said though, um, yeah. So like the, I didn't start realizing the danger of pornography um, as I got older until like I really got deeply connected with Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember with, with, with my ex, I was a drawing line um, because I was just so heartbroken um, with that because I'm like, how is it that, you know, I'm, po- I'm supposed to be this godly man that's supposed to keep his word, but yet I'm falling short, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, after we have sex and then I'm still going back to pornography. So I'm just like, okay, this is not cool. Like, I don't, and I, you know, I did that for about a whole year. 
Um, then I knew the Lord. The Lord was like, cut it, break it up. My mom, my mom, thank God for my mom being such a praying woman that she is. She was like, Caleb, you need to really like, you know, the word. And she was like, God gave me a word and this is the word. Come out of Lodabar. And I just really seek God. And that's when I broke up with her because my life was not going in the direction at all of being, you know, being pure. Mm -hmm. So when I broke up with her, then like, thank God my friends that I had um, that were around me were able to really uplift me. Um, so I was free from porn for a while, like a couple, like months. And I, I was so focused on the vision and the purpose that God gave me because I knew that he had called me to the young people and my assignment. And then I had got myself connected with the young, not knowing that that, that was going to pop back up. Uh, I'll never forget a, um, a, a young lady that I was involved with. We were really cool. It was really cool that we was friends, but she wanted more. And my dumb self, <laughs> me just having not, not enough knowledge and my dumb self set myself up for failure. Like it wasn't the first time, but it was like, you know, um, you know, she, I guess I didn't know that, uh, you know, she liked me. I, I was like, okay. I thought it was just cool. We was being a friends and, you know, you said that you're a Christian, I'm a Christian and <laughs> came here to do a word. And now we're having sex. Like, how did this happen? Yeah. You can, so, you can get caught in that oh, well, you say you're a Christian, I'm a Christian, and we're living by the word. And it's like, wait, are we though? Right, whoops. And so and that that happened. So that opened the door back up to pornography in my life because, you know, here comes lust, here comes, because people understand once, depending on the, or not depending, but that, you know, when it comes down to porn, you know, those spirits are attached. You know, every single person, individual that you've ever slept with, you know, in my life, you know, when, when pornography, a lot of those desires will formulate in the, from different people because now you, with how Satan uses our minds, like, hey, like you, that lustful, you don't have a pure desire, you have a lustful desire towards that person. Mm -hmm. So with me in the midst of the pornography, develop that lustful desire towards that individual. So every time that we type into that uh, spirit realm of pornography, that's why, you know, I was catching myself, you know, having those different thoughts about my past and like all the different women that, you know, that I've fallen short with. I'm like, wait, like, how is this coming up? And Laurel's like, because of your, that, that is soul ties connected to your past yeah. and you have to let it go. And so that you have to let that go in order to be that, that past won't come up. And of course, Satan wants to, you know, use those darts, fiery darts that he will shoot towards us. You know, that's when I begin to really understand when God says, put on the whole armor of God, you know, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of armor, you know, the sword, the shield of the faith, um, you know, because those, that's our, that's our equipment, that's our gear to, mm -hmm. um, to be able to avoid and to be able to strategize ourselves against Satan. Yeah. So, Wow. I absolutely love everything that you just said, because whenever I read um, that verse about putting on the whole armor of God, I was like, wow, like. So he, it literally says that those are Satan's darts that he's throwing at us. So I need to recognize that I have the sword to like, get those away from me. Exactly. The whole armor, like I am covered by God and God is the most powerful, the almighty. And he's going to completely like wreck anything that Satan has, but I have to have my armor on. I have to be guarded because if I'm not guarded, my flesh is so weak. My flesh will allow it in, but the spirit doesn't want that. The spirit is willing, like it says. And I, I've gone through multiple times in my life where like my flesh completely takes over. Yes. And, oh my God. Yeah. And, and it's almost like 
it's almost like my mind has already chosen, I'm going to do this. I'm going to lust after this. I'm going to indulge in pornography because my mind has already chosen, but like nothing has happened yet. I'm not sure if you've ever had this experience, but like, it's like Satan already chooses your thoughts because yeah. you don't have the armor of God on. And yeah. it's like, wow, if I, and, and in a sense, you like know that it's wrong. And it's like, Lord, like, why, why am I doing this? And you're calling out for Jesus to be like, hey, like, if you can help me anyway, like, I'd love that. But like, I've already made the decision that I'm going to do this. It's a lot. It is, you know, and that's, and that, and then that's where, I mean, then with that, I mean, because I'm pretty sure even after that thought being decided, then you fall into guilt, like, it's just like, dang, like, why would I choose something knowing that it's wrong? Exactly. Like, and it's like, dang, God, then you, <laughs> this is over. Then you got to go back and I repent and go back to God again. Yep. And I was just, you know, just the back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, uh, you know, battle with just going back and forth with, you know, the masturbation and porn. Um, because it, it, the, the thing of the truth of it is it, it can't satisfy us. It can't satisfy us. And like you said earlier, um, it wants to destroy us. But the, uh, the scripture that dropped in my spirit earlier, right before, actually before um, we had even got on the video, was that the, the his son, the reason why people fail is because they have a, they don't know, they don't know my word, the lack of knowledge. That's why God clearly says, right. my people fail because of lack of knowledge. Right. And then I, that's one of the biggest, I didn't have, if we don't have the knowledge on our spiritual warfare or our identity in Christ being made in the image of God, when it talks about in Genesis, you know, and actually understanding our purpose, understanding not only, not just our purpose, but who God is and how much he loves us, you know, that's when I begin to like realize like, dang God, you, you love me enough to have, you give me enough grace to, for me to walk in the freedom that you give me. But what am I doing to, to keep myself free from going back to that? Yeah. So as I begin to now, um, uh, I've been in the book of Nehemiah. So I begin to learn strategy when it comes down to prayer. Um, so for me, I had to, I knew, I knew how weak I was with porn. So I used to pray like, okay, oh my God, you want to give me something. I need an avenue that I can protect myself away from this. Come on. So, you know, I found out that they have apps that can uh, completely, uh, well, can, can block porn from, my, from, from your phone. Um, so I remember uh, last year um, when, um, you know, I had told my, my lady that I'm with, uh, currently now, I was, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I kind of fell short. And I do kind of struggle with pornography a little bit, you know, and it, and it, cru it crushed her, you know what I mean? Thank God, you know, she, it didn't affect our relationship, but, you know, she didn't want it, she didn't want to see me go through that because she knew that the impact and the danger that causes, you know, as far as our relationship. Mm -hmm. So, and I was like, well, baby, you know, pray for me. And I, as a man, that really just did something to me. I'm like, man, like, you know, this is a woman that I want to marry. And, you know, hear them like, how am I a man? And I can't even keep myself away from this. So I had to strategize, um, you know, when it came down to what I was doing, one, with my thinking, because that's where Satan attacks us. You know, that's why the Lord says, be transformed by the renewal of our minds. Because if I would catch myself just ramping, ramping with my thoughts, just blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. the next thing you know that you didn't took off your helmet. And now the same is like, yep, gotcha. Or even now, 
on being on um, how even social media is designed to even impact our neurons and how things operate when it comes on the social media. Mm -hmm. So like even with that, I had those images. A lot of people think just scrolling, like oh, I'm just scrolling. No, like the, every single image, your brain is is a camera. That bad boy is locking every image in that's going that you see. And I had to be careful with that. I had to unfollow a lot of you know things that I was seeing on my Instagram. You know, I can't see all that, you know, exposure of a woman. Like, I don't even care if it was one smile if I knew. Wow. So. Thank, you. Thank you so much for saying that because I've had to do the same thing. Like, it's it's mainly um, women that I'm seeing on on Instagram a lot. And it's like Instagram has become some softcore porn site. Dang near. I'm like, no, like, we need to get this off, like, like even the fitness videos where I'm just yes, like, oh my God. What, what are you I mean, wearing? Oh like you, you are worth so much more. You don't need to bring this type of attention to your body. You're, you're at the gym. <laughs> like, Thank exactly. Like working out, what? not showing your body in this sexualized way. And even for me as a woman, like I'm straight. I like men, but like I was lusting after women because of these photos and the videos that were being shown. Wow. Instagram and I was like wow this is this is really being fed into our brain and it's it's like a pattern that continues and I'm mm -hmm. all the time and then I'll go to their page and this I don't I don't know what the feeling is but there's this feeling of continuous lust that happens mm -hmm. and then the I will, I'll see some of the comments on like from men on these videos and it's like they have just gotten off to their their video and people don't actually like look at that in that way but i think that they're blinded to like oh it's just a beautiful woman like a very sexy woman yeah but there's actual men that are like getting off to these people because they're so like like wow like women are just giving it away so openly like i don't even need to be married anymore that's another thing like like women are giving the like prize away like for one the woman is the prize and mm -hmm. sex is like a gift between you both but like women are giving their bodies away so freely that i mean men are literally living in that sexual energy where they don't have to live up to a certain standard they don't even have to commit themselves it's like it's right here i can and that's the ultimate reality of what's happening in our culture when it comes down to because i i remember i used to tell i kept telling people this for years i'm like there i remember the lord had revealed that to me he was like there is a strategic attack against men why because yeah. men are the heads of the household i oh, always wow. tell people if, if i said why would i said why do you think that things are the, the, the way that they're happening why do you think all this transgenderism and in all the LGBTQ community, that is an attack against the, that's not, a, that's a strategic attack to target men to not walk in their masculinity in the image of God. Because mm -hmm. that's why Satan attacked Adam. He knew that Adam was, he used Eve strategically and he planted the seed within uh, within Eve to, trans, to transfer to Adam. Wow. And Adam, we you know when he generated once he generated that thought, it you know it changed his genetic code, and so it's, so Satan was in, able to embed himself within that. So I learned that in science, once we process new thoughts, when our brain neuron cells it encodes, we have an RNA and DNA. So genetically, 
he was able to implant sin. That's why we are in sin now, because genetically it's embedded in us now because of the thought process. Wow. And so Satan has found that, you know, he's, he's, stra he's savvy in this strategy and what he does. And so, and as, um, like, like myself now, as, as a man, I'm very careful. I'm very careful what I say. I, I'm very careful how I conduct myself as a man or when I'm around, especially when I'm around women. Mm -hmm. I don't want to make sure I'm ever, I don't want to never, you know, come off or portray as I'm coming on to a woman or, you know, so even with the Instagram, like, you know, I, you have to really protect and guard our eyes because it's, it's not the filter. We don't have a filter anymore in America because, because of the direction that we're going in. Exactly. Exactly. We have to take practical steps to get this out of our lives. Like he, God wants us to be aware of what's affecting our lives. And, and if there, there are apps, like you said, there's apps that we can get this stuff off of our computer, um, but also unfollowing people. Um, mm -hmm. certain movies like there's been times where I'm watching a movie and then a scene comes on like a nude scene where I have to turn off the movie and like I don't even continue watching it because I know that that's planting a seed inside of yeah. my mind where Satan has already made his attack through that nude nude scene where then I'm gonna go to sleep at night and then maybe just by the spark of that nude scene something comes in and it's like well you should watch pornography now yep. and it's crazy how just a just a little bit a little can, bit can cause you to stumble so hard and i think it's in um the song of solomon's it says catch the small foxes uh before it destroys your garden or destroys your vineyard and, and that's the thing is like, we have to catch those small foxes, the small things that are literally like, they become big things because they, the more that you talk about this, the more you watch this, like you continue, then it becomes an addiction. And that's exactly mm -hmm. what happened, like between both of us, it started out small no. and then it's like a fire. And you have no idea what happened. <laughs> right, like what? It's like I can't even put it out with water. <laughs> like it's not. Oh, no, exactly. Like I've 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 learned so much. I mean, um, you know, with, you know, when it comes down, like I said, that's where we as I think the people of God right now, um, are really failing at because how you know just based off you know my experience with church, um, and how we were <laughs> how I was raised. There's no teaching of the strategy when it comes down to avoiding the tactics of satan like you know we have to have strategy like we're not just supposed to just worship and pray but we're also supposed to pray and watch also supposed to have strategy because mm -hmm. even in the midst of opposition that's when he's trying that's when we're the most vulnerable because the of the test or the 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 uh the when it comes down to the attacks of opposition we have to be like nehemiah as i'm learning Nehemiah, when he had his people building the wall, he had the weapon attached to his side while they were still building. So mm -hmm. if the enemy is, is going to attack, you know, what? and right now in, the, our, in our attacking will be the word of God. Like, Lord God, you know, when every demonic force that tries to come against me, Lord, protect my mind and my spirit as I pursue your will. Like, even we have to day and night, you know, I'm learning that like day and night. You can't miss a day. Like, say once you just, one little, like you said earlier, one little, segment it catch you can catch you off guard you're like dang it i'm failing back into that yeah exactly and i'm pretty sure it's um 
Luke 4, when at the end, um, Satan, it, said, it basically says that Jesus resisted all the attacks of the enemy, mm-hmm. and, and Satan left until an opportune time. And I think that that's very fascinating because it doesn't say, like, Satan left forever. It says right. <laughs> he left until an opportune time. He left until, um, oh, actually, I found it. So Luke 4, 12, it says, and Jesus said, Jesus answered him, it is said, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. And when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. And, and that's something that's really, that's been huge in my world is going off that, realizing like, I have to completely resist every temptation that the devil is coming at me about. And it's like, even though he's going to leave, he's going to come back. Like he's always on the prowl. He's always trying to find a way to come into our world. Like any opportunity that he has, he's going to try. And Mm -hmm. we always have to be on guard. We can't like put on the guard, put on the full armor of God one day. And then the next day it's like, all right, well, I was good yesterday. So I don't need to anymore. We need to be in the Bible every day, understanding the attacks of Satan like what Jesus says, it, Jesus says it is written, like he knows God's word. He knows what the word says. And we also need to know what the word says as well, or we're not going to be able to fight the enemy with the full armor because right. we don't have the full armor. One of the biggest pieces of armor is, it is the word. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sword. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, um, so for you, why, why do you think God calls us to purity? Uh, one is because of our image, I believe, we're from, if we go back to the Genesis chapter, I believe, one, verse two, or when he talks about when it says we're made in the image of god or we're made in his image um i really had to go into depths depths with that of like really what that meant um and the reason why i believe we are called to be pure because he's pure um because it that's that's the image of christ every our whole reflection of life as us being christians is supposed to be the reflection of christ Christ is pure. Like you say, he said, I am holy, so you be holy. So therefore, that holiness is supposed to reflect our lives as well. So, and the pure, and there's, and but there's, but as he says his word as well, there's, but there's peace in purity. There's joy in purity. There's, there's a, you know, there's love in purity. When things are pure, it's at, it's at its pure state. It's, it's always, it's good. It's, you know, it's fulfilling when it's pure, you know, because you're not going to eat, you know, a rotten or, you know, or you're not going to drink. A contaminated water because it's not pure but with this pure you know that there's benefits when it comes down to the nourishment of the water so just like when it comes down to us walking in that purity and that's now i'm understanding <laughs> in my 26 years of life um our purity and the reason why satan 
wants to, to strategically attack our purity. Even that's why he's going after the little kids now, because that they're us being kids were at the pure. That would be that is the purest state. Babies from the time of babies from all the way to the uh, age of probably like six. That is going to be the purest state that we will see kids at when wow. it comes down to being pure. And so, and he wants he wants to taint the temple. So he wants to contaminate it, um, you know, so that he, God won't be able to operate, move through it. So that's why I really believe that um, there's so much life and purity. Yes. So. Amen. Amen. And I've, I've been thinking and pondering the thought of how a lot of this is happening in childhood. Most of the interviews that I'm doing, yes. all of them, it was like third, fourth, fifth grade, that time yes. period. Like, I, mean, I was eight someone else was like nine like it's it's that age range oh yeah and it's like how as parents can we talk to our children about this that's like that's kind of the next step that i'm trying to figure out right now is how do we talk to them about this in a pure way where we're realizing like hey this is out there but you really don't you don't need to get into it because for one kids are so curious we're yeah. so very curious. Like, yeah, we're like, what is this? Like, like, like you said, like you, you put on the VHS and you were like, whoa, I need to go grab my friends because what is this? Like, have you guys ever seen this? You know, like you're so curious, and we want to tell other people about like what we experienced. And I don't know, I I do feel like we need to do a better job as um, a society sharing this with children, but also as parents going to our kids but like i don't even know how to do that yet that's something that i'm still trying to figure out <laughs> yeah and, the, and uh, i'm actually glad you actually brought that up because that's actually something i've been praying for kind of like, like i've seen the how satan is strategically doing one, one what's happening i believe one way that we, um in order to protect our children you know like because I, I got nieces and nephews and so I'm like, God, I'm like, how can I protect my, you know, them away from that stuff? So I believe if we, there has to be, uh, like, even with a lot of involvement, like, even now, like, there's schools now that are doing things that our parents are completely unaware about. Like, they're bringing transvites to the school yeah. to talk to their kids. Like, um, did you did you see the report about? Did you read the article about the gentleman that was uh, that came to the the school? For the young kids and had wore the skirt and his leg and his private was shown. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, I saw that. That's, I saw that. Was, it's that's really sad. And there's no like, what? That's disgusting. Like, yeah. How there's can one, you? There's one that I saw where like a transgender was literally taking off their clothes and like stripping in front of the kids, and I was just like, wait, this is being shown in the school system, and why? There's an agenda being pushed exactly satan is being pushed on children to imprint their mind at such a young age to say like oh this is okay well my my friend tommy says that he's a girl so i want to be a girl mm -hmm. and then i don't know it's it's a lot and it, it, it is ugh, and but i think it's just but that's why satan wants to destroy i mean the then the, the biggest problem that's happening because it's not the it's not the kid's fault. It's the parent's yeah. fault. Like, what, how come as a parent, far as, because, but the reason why, though, because now we have a, a culture that has corrupted families. So if you have a family that's not standing on biblical principle, 
you know, in the foundation of Christ. And how are you going to, you know, when it comes down to like, you know, I want my child to like, you know, if she goes to school or he goes to school, like that's wrong. Like I want them to be completely aware of that, you know, and cause you know, I'm learning as a child, out of a child and their curiosity, they're willing to learn. So if you can, if you can tell them and teach them, and God said like the word is, is teachable for a child to understand. Yeah. So if you can, if we just teach them and, and allow them to uh, at least have some type of awareness of what right was and to what to avoid or hey son or daughter if you see this let me know you know and they can be aware of that like hey mom dad you know so i just exactly. think this needs to be a better preparation of, of preparing our kids are not prepared you know when it comes down to that battleground and that's where the battleground is that is at now it's at the schools with the kids Mm -hmm. you know, I, I wish I was, you know, I wish my parents would, you know, taught me about sex, taught me about purity, you know, taught me how to avoid, you know, you know, just, you know, these different things, um, you know, how it's just Satan attacks us. Like, I just wish I would have knew. Exactly. And um, Proverbs 22, 6 says, train up a child in the way he should, go. he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Amen. And and this is all like if we can just get them in the Bible and teach our children from this age that this is like this is the way. <laughs> like it is. this is the way. We don't need to get off the path. Like, yeah, there's multiple different directions, but none of those ways are leading to the Father. They're not leading to purity. Everything outside of the Bible is <laughs> for one demonic. And, yep. <laughs> and it's destroying our lives. Um, it's hurting our bodies. It is. And man, yeah, there's there's a lot that I could touch on 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 that subject. But I want to ask you. Um, sure. So what? What to someone who is struggling, struggling through pornography or lust, fornication? having sex with their girlfriend or boyfriend or anything like that, anything that involves fornication, what could you say to them to encourage them to stay away from that? What I would say is far from my experience is never allow your desire to exceed your purpose that God has, mm. because I feel like that's where we get so tied into our, into the culture um, and what society says, um, and I'm pretty, pretty sure, you know, just from my experience that, you know, we all have that sense of guilt, like, okay, I think I'm, this is wrong. Um, but when it comes down to encouraging those, like if you're, if you find yourself falling short a lot, like find, find uh, a brother and sister in Christ and, and let them know so they can keep you in prayer. And also, and I always tell people, you know, if you're, if you find yourself doing that, you know, and just go back to the Lord, of course, make sure you repent and ask God, God, you know, really have that desire. If you really want to be set free, God, tell God, I want to be free from this law and allow me to not do this so I can go according to your will. Because it, it is hard. It is, especially mm -hmm. once you get a taste of it, it's hard. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a battle because, yeah. you know, because the marriage covenant, it, it was designed for that, but now it's corrupted. So now your flesh is, is, is used to that. So, and in your company, you know, you got to change your environment. 
changing your environment is the one of the biggest things you got to change your conversation like i've learned that as well like if you have you know for men if you have men that you're around they're always talking about women's butts they're always talking about how good she look or oh i would hit that like you can't you can't that those are seeds being implanted in your mind that mm -hmm. keeps you in the cycle of loop of sin like you know we have to be set free for the sun says free is free indeed and you can have that desire to be like god i want to be free and teach me your way wow amen that is so good that's so good um yeah it, it's so interesting because most of the people, whenever I ask them, like, what encouraging advice you have for anyone listening, it's always about community, talking to someone about it, because we we are called to confess our sins and also pray for these people. Like, we, I don't know, just having people that can, like, they can be my accountability partner, and I they can speak life into me and then pray for me and oh call God, me. Man. So like, how's your relationship with Christ? Like, how is everything going? Like, has anything been coming in? Like, do you, do you need me to pray for you? Like, you need to get in those type of communities where there's people that are fighting the fight with you. And man, man it, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. Like, it was so much. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was great. I loved it. Um, so if anybody on uh, the call or um, just watching this wants to ask you questions or follow you, where they, where can they reach you at? So they can reach me on my Instagram, freedom underscore at its fullest, underscore underscore freedom. Um, <laughs> uh, Instagram is my biggest one. Facebook, uh, me, but um, Instagram is my uh, mainly they can reach me at. If they have questions, I'm definitely up um for that i'm actually get trying to get back into doing my videos as well uh as far as like you know encouraging and inspiring people by the word and going into another level with my instagram as far as with god's word so instagram Amen. <laughs> awesome. well, i'll make sure to put your instagram in the description um make sure to follow him check out his posts ask him questions uh you are full of knowledge and you really blessed me so thank you so much caleb you have been great thank you now thank you for this opportunity and thank and i'm just so grateful on how god is using you this is this is big this is going to be this is going to turn out to be big <laughs> thank this. you i'm i'm really glad about what i'm, I'm blessed by this like this is this is awesome <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah christ christ is moving he's moving yeah. in this world, that's for sure yes he is uh, yes he is <laughs> all right guys have a great rest of your day all right see you